Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Roller, and I'm presenting on the importance of cultures and MIC interpretation and antibiotic sensitivity. Nelson's Essential Book is a vital resource for reference for numerous topics and is highly recommended. The infectious workup entails not only the diagnostic aspect, but the importance of a thorough assessment, comprehensive history, and physical exam for optimal treatment. Blood cultures help us identify the cause of agent that led to the illness at hand. Blood cultures are timely and appropriate care must be rendered quickly. Here are the indications and the clinical symptoms that you can see uh, for sepsis, and it includes everything listed, so it's important to know these signs and symptoms of sepsis. Blood culture and volumes differ for both pediatric and adult patients. The importance is obtaining the minimal requirement volume for accuracy. The volume of blood per culture is the single most important variable in recovering microorganisms for patients. The higher the volume of blood culture, the higher the yield of the blood cultures themselves. Blood cultures are used to detect the presence of bacterial or fungi in the blood to identify the type present and to guide treatment. Here I've listed the purpose of culturing whether it's isolation, the bacterial properties, typing, susceptibility, sensitivity, estimate viables count. Most guidelines state that blood specimens should be collected in the absence of antimicrobials at or around the time of fever spikes and a 30 to 60 minute interval between samples. Cleaning the venipuncture site is the most important part of blood culture procedure. Blood cultures are the gold standard diagnosis of bacteremia, though false positive results are frequently due to contamination from skin flora. Proper skin antisepsis is important for reducing the bacterial load. Collecting cultures can come from a variety of sites. For example, a central line Bloodstream infection, also known as a clapsy, occur when bacteria and other microorganisms enter the patient's central line and then enter the bloodstream, which can lead to a serious infection if not treated quickly. The types of biological samples accepted in most clinical labs include serum samples, virology swabs, biopsy tissue samples, CSF, and whole blood for PCR and urine samples, as listed. Hans Christian Graham developed the Graham stain technique back in 1884 to differentiate Gram-positive versus Gram-negative bacteria based on staining with crystal violet uptake and safranin counterstain. The Graham stain is a very important preliminary step in the initial characterization and classification of bacteria. It is a key procedure and the identification of bacteria based on staining characteristics, enabling the bacteria to be examined under a light microscope. Six organisms, coagulase-negative staphylococci, staphylococci oris, two types of enterococcus, 
E. coli and Klebsiella account for greater than 80% of all blood culture isolates. The overall frequency of isolations are approximately 78% gram-positive and approximately 22% gram-negative bacteria. Here is an important slide on sensitivity and specificity. Sensitivity measures how often a test correctly generates a positive result, also known as a true positive rate. Specificity is the percentages of true negatives. Example, if 90% sensitivity, this would mean 90% of people who have had the TARC disease will test positive. And 90% of specificity means that 90% of people who do not have the TARC disease will be negative. This simply implies that the more blood cultures that are drawn will have a higher yield. In this example, drawing one blood culture gives you about a 65% rate of sensitivity for true positive. A second culture gives you up to 80 and a third culture gives you up to 96%. Several reports have shown that 2 to 3 20 ml blood cultures are adequate for the detection of bacteremia and fungemia in adults. What is MIC? MIC, by definition, is the minimum inhibitory concentration, as defined by the lowest concentration of an antimicrobial that will inhibit the visible growth of a microorganism after incubation. Here I've listed the three different types of interpretation for MIC. The first one is sensitive, which is basically the organism is inhibited by the same concentration of drug that is achieved using the usual dosage. Intermediate is the organisms that are inhibited only by the maximum recommended dose. And resistance are organisms that are resistant and clearly defines itself. Understanding the relevance of MIC and the role of selection in antibiotics. Again, MIC precisely determines the amount of concentration of antibiotic required to inhibit pathological growth. In the next slide, we will look at antibiograms, which will include the MIC and allow us to determine which antibiotic to use. Again, the MIC is the lowest concentration that inhibits growth. Um, and important to know that MIC number for one antibiotic cannot be compared to another. It's a very important concept. And then the antibiotic choice should be based on the MIC number the site of infection, and the antibiotics breakpoint, which is also known as resistance breakpoint. Here's our first MIC example. In this example, E. coli, we have a preliminary MIC values based on the susceptibility, intermediate, and resistance. We are currently interested in the susceptibility with the lowest MIC. In this example, meropenem and Cipro would be the best options to choose. Recalling that the more susceptible the organism is to the antimicrobial agent, the lower the MIC. The more resistance the microorganism, the higher the MIC. In the case of the urine culture of E. coli, you can see that amicacin, ciprofloxin, gentamicin, meropium, nitrofuritoin, Piperacillin, tazobactam, and tobermycin are susceptible. However, it's very important to go with the lowest MIC and the health status of each patient. 
In this example, we would want to avoid ciprofloxin in cardiac patients due to the prolonged risk of QTC syndrome, which could lead to lethal arrhythmias. Also, we would avoid gentamicin in patients with low GFR or acute renal failure, and that's evident by an elevated creatinine or cystatin C. Cystatin C essentially is a higher level marker for renal function. Okay, in our second MIC example, again, the lower the MIC, the more susceptible the microbe is to that antibiotic. In this case, ciprofloxin would be a great choice. Also, ampicillin, levofloxin, linozoid, nitrofuratoin, norfloxin, penicillin, or vancomycin are good options for this enterococcus. However, we need to remember the Cipro may be one of the best options considered, but we need to know the patient's medical history and if it includes a cardiac background. Also, we'd want to avoid minocycline due to the resistance breakpoint in this example. In summary, cultures are the mainstay of diagnosis, and it's important to understand the clinical signs and symptoms as well as a detailed assessment, including history and your physical exam and appropriate diagnostic testing are all important in a complete workup. Grand stain sensitivity and specificity and the role of MIC are important and very contributory to the providing optimal care for patients. Microbial identification, interpretation of results, serodiagnosis, antimicrobial susceptibility can lead to the discovery of microbial causes of infection.